This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. As I, before I do that, amen, how, uh, God has been dealing with me, amen, as in, in the course of uh, pastoring a church, leading a church, there's, there's, there's peaks and valleys, and there's things that you go through as a church and as a leader, amen, hallelujah, and sometimes as a human being, amen, you uh, stop walking by faith and you start walking by your five senses, amen, and God encouraged me to lead and I can only lead as I follow so I have to follow him and lead amen hallelujah so saints of God I want to encourage you amen as I'm following Christ amen hallelujah follow me as I follow Christ amen hallelujah follow Christ for yourselves amen let's look to him as the true author and finisher of our faith life will have its ups and downs it will have its hallelujah very high days, amen, and other days where you will go through something, amen, hallelujah, but let's keep our eyes on Jesus, hallelujah, the world's in the state that it's in, hallelujah, there's comings, there's goings, there's uh, this, there's that, hallelujah, but God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, he's consistent, hallelujah, he's stable, we serve a stable God, and as we stand on uh, the words of that stable God, hallelujah, we will be stable, amen, focused, and will overcome every challenge that we face, amen? amen. All right, so we're going to first slide, uh, Joel 2.25, very familiar scripture, amen? I'm reading out of the King James Version. Hallelujah. Let me set this up as you're looking for Joel 2.25, uh, the nation of Judah, uh, the city of Jerusalem, amen, uh, Joel ministered to, amen, in about 805 to 822 BCE, hallelujah. And for those Bible scholars out there and those historians know that BC is, um, time kind of goes backwards, amen. We count down, hallelujah, instead of counting up, hallelujah. So this was a hundred and some odd years before uh, the nation of Judah, which was the southern kingdom, hallelujah, that had split, hallelujah, from the northern kingdom of Israel, hallelujah. This is about a hundred years before they would be taken into captivity by the Babylonian, uh, the nation of Babylon, hallelujah. Look, excuse me, like 200 years. I'm thinking of Israel was 722, hallelujah. So there's uh, some 200 years before uh, they would be taken, 200 and change, hallelujah, they would be taken into captivity and at this time, they were doing quite well, the nation of Judah. Hallelujah. They were doing well financially. They were, things seemed to be all good. Hallelujah. But they, as things got good, they started to drift away from God. He was no longer so much their focus. They started to fall into idolatry. They started to fall into all kinds of practices, the practices of the nations around them. Hallelujah. And let me say this, saints. Hallelujah. Sin have pleasure. It can draw us. It can, oh, they're having so much fun over there. Let me join them. Hallelujah. And Israel, I mean, excuse me, and Judah fell into this. Hallelujah. And God raised up Joel to, hallelujah, remind them, hallelujah, to return to the Lord. Hallelujah. And at this time, God in his, and let's understand that this is during the Old Testament. So their relationship with God was based on works. Do good, get good. Do bad, Get bad from God. Hallelujah. So God having them in this relationship, hallelujah, and they drifting away from him, allowed a, uh, 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 a number of locusts to come and hit the land and to eat all the crops and eat everything. Uh, this was an agrarian society, a farming society, where uh, the growing, the farming of produce was very important to the economy. So God allowed this swarm of locusts to come and eat up the land, hallelujah, eat up the produce, affect the economy to gain the attention of his people during the Old Testament or the Old Covenant where it was based on works. All right. Sometimes we read these Old Testament scriptures, amen, not understanding that this was a covenant that we no longer live in. Okay, hallelujah, glory to God. So despite that, there's a general theme through all the books of prophecy, hallelujah, 
uh, uh, the books of the prophets, hallelujah, where God often sends judgment at first and then promises a kind of restoration at the end and especially pointing forward towards Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. With all that in mind, hallelujah, let's read Joel 2.25. And this is after the locusts had come and eaten all the crops, amen, and devastated their economy. It says, and I will restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the pommel worm, my great army which I sent among you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So despite God having to send the locusts in a type of punishment against his children, the children of Judah at this time, the nation of Judah, he still had a heart for them that he might restore them. Hallelujah. Saints, we live in a time, amen, we're, we're going through a pandemic, and it seems like every week there's a different variant. There's a different thing going on. We, we live, we're living right now, at least in the Northeast, amen. I can't speak for the whole nation, amen, hallelujah, that we're going through a very bitter winter. We are living through a time where there's a supply chain shortage and things seem to be getting more expensive day by day. It seems like things are not going in our favor. Hallelujah. It's impacting the world. It's impacting the church. Amen. I know of a lot. No, not a lot. I know of a number of uh, Christians who have passed away due to COVID-19. What is going on? But I'm here today to tell you that God has spoken to me. Amen. Hallelujah. And we're going to get past this time. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, hallelujah, there's going to be a time of restoration. Amen. Hallelujah. Not only just for the world in general. Hallelujah. But especially for his church, especially before his son comes back, because thousands, if not millions, need to get to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. He's got to strengthen his church. He's got to restore his glory to his church and to his individual people. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He's got to do it. Hallelujah. Let me get more specific. He's going to return his glory to the Living Waters Church. Hallelujah, who's, which has had a murky history. We've had many highs. We've had many lows. We've had all kinds of things go on, but he's going to restore his glory to his church. Now, if we look around, it don't look like it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. My eyes don't give me evidence. Hallelujah. My experiences don't give me evidence. Hallelujah. But we're looking at the suddenly. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're looking at what God is capable of doing. And when we get caught up in our five senses, hallelujah, we will potentially, hallelujah, uh, not be prepared, amen, for when the suddenly blessing comes. So with that in mind, hallelujah, and this is another one I was struggling with God about, hallelujah. Next slide, please. Hallelujah. Today's message is the year of restoration. He's going to restore his church. Hallelujah. And not just the Living Waters Christian Center. He's going to restore every church that has gone through during this pandemic. You've lost members. Hallelujah. You've lost, hallelujah, resources and finances coming into your church. Hallelujah. You have, hallelujah, lost your building. Hallelujah. This is the year of restoration. Amen. This is a prophetic word today, the year of restoration. We're going to get beyond this. Hallelujah. Because God's got to win a whole lot of people to his son. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. This is not for the faint hearted. This is not for those of us that are dealing with carnality. Hallelujah. This is a spiritual hallelujah walk. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because we could get caught up in the flesh and take our eyes off the mission that we, hallelujah, God would have all be saved and none be lost. Hallelujah. He would. It's his desire. Doesn't mean that everybody will. It means that's his desire as Father God. Hallelujah. That he so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting 
life. Hallelujah. This is a call for the church to wake up and understand that restoration is on its way. Hallelujah. We've been slumbered. We've been distracted. Hallelujah. By COVID. We've been distracted by, I don't like this one. I don't like that one. Hallelujah. We've been distracted by finances. We've been distracted by supply chain issues. We've been distracted. Hallelujah. His glory is back. Hallelujah. It's coming to restore his church. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Help me to pray. Amen. Because I need his help today. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Father God, we come before you. We thank you for today. We thank you for the passion to worship. We thank you for the fire. We thank you for every soul that is here. We thank you for every soul that is online with us today and those that will watch this on demand, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Now, Father God, you've given me a task of delivering this word that is far, far too great for me, this task. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today, teach today like never before. And we won't fail to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor because you do all things well. I yield myself, I decrease, that you might increase in me. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody join, by, join me by saying amen. Hallelujah. The year of restoration. I want you to imagine in your mind everything that, Either the church lost, you lost individually, things you suffered through, being restored. If it, even if you come down to your health, your well-being, your sanity, being restored, your marriage being restored, your relationship with your children being restored, the church being restored, being strengthened, amen. The lost being saved. Those that are unchurched and saved returning to church, hallelujah. Those that are on the fence, those that are angry, those that are in their feelings returning, hallelujah. The church being restored, the church fulfilling its purpose. You ha having suffered all these things, being restored, hallelujah being renewed revivals coming hallelujah god sending his glory hallelujah and his power hallelujah somebody say amen hallelujah next slide please let's look at this word restore amen that joel was talking about hallelujah it's a hebrew word since we're coming under the old testament portion of the bible it is uh, shalom shalom it's close to sounding like shalom but it's shalom Hallelujah. And it means to be complete or sound. To be sound, if we use it as an adjective, amen, a word that describes a noun, it's an in good condition, not damaged, injured, or diseased. So God wants to bring us to a place where we're in good condition, not damaged, injured, or diseased, or without ease. Hallelujah. It's to be safe, secure, free from fault, make over. Resign or submit oneself especially to God. Hallelujah. So God's bringing us to this place where there's a greater passion. Hallelujah. See, we can't serve God like a religion. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, well five steps to get my deliverance and hallelujah. Five steps to hallelujah. Get my financial breakthrough or five steps to my marriage being healed. Amen. It is a love relationship. Hallelujah. For our Savior. Hallelujah. Where we worship Father God and hallelujah. Allow the Holy Spirit. Amen. To move within us. And it's a passionate interaction a passionate relationship where the fire of the holy spirit amen is stirred up in us hallelujah and we passionately carry out hallelujah our walk with him hallelujah glory to god hallelujah and we serve him we're in relationship with him the church has lost its passion the world COVID-19, supply chain issues, people acting funny, people getting on our nerves. They acting crazy at the work, at the job, at the workplace. School's going crazy. I don't have any friends. Nobody likes me. All these things are distractions. We need the fire of the Holy Spirit, amen. Hallelujah, he wants to restore that to us, hallelujah. Glory to God, where the church leads. I just heard that the church leading, the church leading out in society, where society looks to the church. Hallelujah. You know, God's dealing with me. It's like, it's not time to wilt. 
It's not time to throw in the towel. It's time to renew your commitment again, to, to reestablish what I called you to do. Hallelujah. And what I called you to do is not look to the left or the right, but keep your eyes on me and keep moving forward. Hallelujah. You know, there's a lot of, you know, God told me this and I'm going to do it. And then one, God changes his mind and now I, God told me to do something different. That's not the God we serve. He's not inconsistent. He's not unstable. It's a, a lot of times we justify our own hurt feelings and hurt. We all get hurt from some time to time. We're emotional beings. But we can't justify our hurt feelings or someone not being up to the level of Jesus that we expected. Because we put those Jesus expectations on human beings and they don't live up to it. And then God changed his mind. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is a call to the church. Amen. Hallelujah. A summoning. Amen. That we be about our father's business, but not out of uh, a, a law driven dictatorship kind of hallelujah demand. Hallelujah. But it's a passionate, loving, volitional choice to do all that you do for the Lord, to live for him. Hallelujah. Because he's going to restore us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's also this restore is peaceful. Security peace. Security welfare. Make whole or good to restore or bring back a previous right, practice, custom or situation. To reinstate, to return someone or something to a former condition. Hallelujah. Place or position thing lost hallelujah to restore a thing lost make amends make good repay again god is looking to restore his church his people hallelujah and prepare this world for his son's return hallelujah which is a glorious day. Hallelujah. We don't need to be afraid. Amen. And Jesus coming back. Hallelujah. We're under the blood. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The day of the Lord is not something the Christian has to fear. Hallelujah. Christian sins have been canceled, as we talked about last, last week. Hallelujah. Because of the death of Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next slide, please. We're going to look at individual restoration. Amen. God's looking to restore everyone in the room. He's looking to restore everyone online, whether you're looking at this live or you're looking at this on demand. He's looking to restore you. We serve a God of restoration. Hallelujah. God is looking to restore you. Hallelujah. What are you talking about? Next slide, please. Let's look at Job 42 and 10. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We all know the story of Job. Amen. Hallelujah. At this time, Job lived under the old, uh, during the time before, even before, he, uh, he was a contemporary, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, of Abraham. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this was before the law. Hallelujah. But hallelujah, Job lived during a time where the enemy, hallelujah, still had access to Father God to accuse the brethren. Hallelujah. And God, knowing Job's character, allowed him uh, to go through things, hallelujah, to hallelujah, show hallelujah, uh, a, an example of what Christ would go through one day, hallelujah, hallelujah, and how God is a restorer, hallelujah. So Job was a type of Christ, hallelujah. Well, let's read on, hallelujah. Job 42 and 10. I'm reading from the New International Reader's Version. We're talking about individual restoration. Are you ready to be restored? Hallelujah. So it says, after Job had prayed for his friends, the Lord made him successful again. Anybody ready to be successful again? Well, Brother Pastor, I'm ready to be successful for the first time. Well, God's going to make you successful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord, who makes us successful? The Lord made him successful again. So does Pastor Brown make you successful? No. Does your job make you successful? No. Does anybody, Joe Blow, out there make you successful? No. The Lord made Job successful again. Hallelujah. Be, I believe the King James Version says got double for all he went through. Anybody ready for double of what you lost? 
double of what you lost. Hallelujah. God's just not re restoring you. He's doubling the blessing. Hallelujah. During this season. Hallelujah. He gave him twice as much as he had before. I receive it. I'm, I receive my twice as much as I had before. I, I, I receive it. I receive it. Hallelujah. All his brothers and sisters and everyone who knew who had known him came before came uh, knew him before came to see him. They ate with him in his house. They showed their concern for him. They comforted him because of all the troubles the Lord had brought on him. Hallelujah. Now, this is not said here, but you can see if you read the whole story and the whole chapter that the influence of God was upon these people, amen, to show their concern and their love for Job, amen. The heart of the king is in the Lord's hands, and as the river of waters, he'll turn it whichever way he will. There's an influence that God has on individuals, amen. Hallelujah, but we need to know that it's the source is God, hallelujah, that in your time of restoration, God will send everyone and everything that you need. Hallelujah. Stop trying to manipulate people into your life. Oh, nobody loves me. There's no power in that type of manipulation. There's no Holy Spirit in it. It's God. Hallelujah. We all go through down times. We all have asked ourselves that question at one point or another. Look into Jesus as the author and finisher of our faith. Sometimes we have to ignore our emotions and look to him. Your emotions won't cause you to walk in faith. Hallelujah. Each one gave him a piece of silver and a gold ring. You better know that's the Lord because people don't act like that. You better know that's God. You, you, you better know that God moved on these folks for them to each give him a piece of silver and a ring of gold. Hallelujah. That means his friends had it going on. Hallelujah. So anytime somebody blesses you, don't look just toward the person. Yes, appreciate them, but appreciate them for following the leading of the Lord. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Verse 12 says, uh, I put the wrong number there, but verse 12 says, The Lord blessed the last part of Job's life even more than the first part. Those of us that are retired, that have done our good job and worked for many, many years. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Know that the Lord blessed the last part of Job's life even more than the first part. Hallelujah. Are you ready for the last part of your life to be the best part of your life? Or are you ready to check out? Are you ready to throw in the towel? Are you ready to kick back? But know that the last part will be the best part of your life. Bye. Faith, hallelujah, glory to God. He gave Job 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels. He gave him 1,000 pairs of oxen and 1,000 donkeys, hallelujah. Verse 16, we're jumping down to hallelujah. After all that happened, Job lived for 140 years. He saw his children, his great-grandchildren, and his great-grandchildren. Verse 17, and so Job died. He lived for a very long time. Anybody want to live for a very long time in this restoration, hallelujah. Save for if Jesus delay his coming, hallelujah. I want to live a long time, hallelujah. I want to live blessed, hallelujah. I want to live in restoration, hallelujah, hallelujah. But it happens by faith. Not by my emotions. Not by my five senses. Hallelujah. I'm leading today as you told me, Lord. I'm leading. I'm leading. Have your way, Jesus. Have your way. Woo, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The year was 2010. I had a failed church attempt in Texas. For all you Texans out there, I love Texas. I love you. But that's not where God wanted my ministry to take off from. It was more of a time of testing and a time of growth and a time of new doctrine. But I was back from Texas, amen, and I was in this building 
back to the church that I had left four years, five years prior. And emotionally, I was not in a good place. And spiritually, I was not in a good place. And I remember going to a banquet, amen, and was back into my routine that I was before I had gone to Texas, amen. I picked up the ministers that were going to preach at the uh, banquet and be guests, high guests at the banquet as well. And I remember being in the parking lot, and a young man in his 20s, young minister that God was grooming, young prophet, turned to me and said, God's going to restore you. He didn't know my situation. We weren't in church. We were in a parking lot, heading into a banquet. Everyone was joyous, but I was downcast. I had no hope. Woo! You better know God's a restorer. And he used the young man in his 20s, and he looked at me and said, God's going to restore you. Did it mean tomorrow? Did it mean the next day they meant that God would do it? Amen. Hallelujah. I just didn't know when. Some years later, hallelujah, about two years later, I'm at work. Amen. And this woman used to go to this church, and I need to tell her this testimony. Hallelujah. Uh, one day, hallelujah. She's got her own church now. Hallelujah. And she said to me that God said you're ready to start the church. I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to hear it. I don't want to hear nothing about no church. I'm going to lose myself in work. Every now and then go to another church to visit. I didn't want to hear it. But she stood boldly. She didn't look at my face and my attitude or my body language. She said, God said, you're ready. Go start the church. I didn't want to hear that. But I knew it was God. So restoration number one, hallelujah. In October 2012, amen, we started the Living Waters Christian Center. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Step one to my restoration. Hallelujah. God started sending people in. Hallelujah. Let me backtrack a little bit. Amen. Hallelujah. God started off at my childhood home church at 133 Sunrise Highway, Amityville, New York. Only God could do that. It was available to rent. God was restoring not just me, but the church at the same time. Hallelujah. In that church, amen, hallelujah, I never get, I, me and my wife didn't get to get married in that church. Years later, we renewed our vows in that place. Only God could do it. I'm not saying the Living Waters Christian Center is all about me and Dorette. I'm saying that in concert, at the same time, God was restoring both. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I had lost a lot of things. I had lost the house, giving in in the offering, giving the mortgage in the offering, I should say. Amen. I'd given up another house, amen, in Texas, amen. Although I still owned it, I'm, I'm 1,500 miles away. I'm not living in it. I'm not enjoying it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I got laid off from my job in 2019. Yes, it didn't feel good. But the job I had in 2005 when I left from Texas, God had restored it. I was once again working for North Well, which used to be North Shore. And my pension was still there waiting for me. God is a restorer. Hallelujah. I had been living with my parents since 2009. God, when? When? You know how embarrassing it is as the years go by, and I'm pastoring the church. But you're living with your parents. You don't want to talk to your neighbors because you're embarrassed. You don't want to park in the front of the house because you're embarrassed. And then well-meaning people, amen, hallelujah, they're well-meaning, they, they, you know, but they don't know how it affects you. They say, you know, how dare you? a man of this age live with his parents? But God, after 12 years, is a restorer, hallelujah, glory to God. 
And a couple of weeks ago, amen, we moved out and moved into a house that we live in on our own. Saints, I'm here to tell you that God is a restorer. What he told me in 2010, he's continually doing in my life to this point. There's some other things I need restored. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And the house, amen, got more bedrooms, hallelujah, than I had before. Hallelujah. God is a restorer. If you look at my testimony, amen, there's more. You know, I, 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 I didn't do well in school. I stopped going to college, amen. In 2011, I finished college. I got my bachelor's degree, amen. God's a restorer. What I'm saying, God, saints of God, hallelujah, both here and online, that it may take some time. But God fulfills his promises as we continue to walk in faith. As he did it for Job, he'll do it for you. As he did it for me, he'll do it for you. Acts 10.34, Peter says, God is not a respecter of persons. If he'll do it for these biblical characters, if he'll do it for little old me, he will certainly do it for you. Stop disqualifying yourself with your thoughts, emotions, and words. You're a candidate to be restored. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've been embarrassed. I've been shamed. I've been talked about. I've been lied on. I've been misunderstood. But God's a restorer. Not just of me, but all of you as well. Next slide, please. Church restoration. The Living Waters, the Living Waters Church at large, the, the, the larger Living Waters, has had a long history. Has had a failed vision completion attempt, has had a failed attempt to go into promise. We've lost pastors and we've lost members and people have died and people have died in the pulpit. Hallelujah. We have experienced things and people have left the earth without seeing the promise fulfilled. But I'm here to tell you today that God is restoring living waters. Hallelujah. Brother Pastor, I look to the left and to the right. It don't look like it. Hallelujah. Brother Pastor, you know what's going on in the world? Listen, I'm walking by faith. I'm speaking by faith. Hallelujah. I'm not speaking by crazy. I'm speaking by faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God's going to restore his church and not just our church, but every church out there that looks to the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. That looks away. Amen. From this world, this poor old world and looks to him. Hallelujah. He's looking to restore because Jesus is coming back soon and he needs his church ready. He needs his church out here. Drawing them in through loving kindness, hallelujah. Letting people know that they're forgiven of their sins, past, present, and future, if they embrace the Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, to church restoration. Now, the scripture I'm about to share to you, I didn't quite understand, amen, why God took me here, hallelujah. I said, this has nothing to do with it, but hallelujah, I will explain as he explained to me. Next slide, please, hallelujah. We're coming out of Joel 2.28, hallelujah, the same chapter that we were in, hallelujah, before, hallelujah, that we started off with, hallelujah, this is Job, hallelujah, and he says, hallelujah, this is all a part of the same kind of passage and how about restoration, he says, after that I will pour out my spirit on all people, and your sons and daughters will prophesy, your old men will dream, have dreams, your young men will have visions, in those days I will pour out my spirit on those who serve me, men and women alike, men and women alike, men and women alike, hallelujah, glory to God. Now the day of Pentecost has already occurred. There's no more pouring out of God's spirit. But we live in a time where the Holy Spirit lives in every Christian. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So this restoration of the church will be a work of the spirit. Hallelujah. As we allow the spirit to have free course in us and through us. Hallelujah. As we cast our cares upon the Lord. Hallelujah. As we are abandoned hallelujah our agenda hallelujah our hurt feelings hallelujah our cynical our scornful attitudes and allow the holy ghost 
to have his way, we will see the church restored and ready to win the world to Jesus Christ. We've relegated the spirit to special effects. The Holy Ghost wants to restore us first. Our inner man. Some of us are walking around broken. We smile, but we're going through stuff on the inside. We show up for church, but our mind is other places. God's going to restore you by his spirit. He's going to restore the church by way of his spirit. The spirit's poured out. We need to stop singing songs about pour out your spirit. The Holy Ghost is not in heaven. The Holy Ghost is on earth in his church. Who's the church? We're the church. So when we ask for God to send the Holy Spirit, we ignore what has happened already. We are ignorant of what has happened. The Spirit doesn't need to be poured out. He needs to be allowed to break forth from us. So the service you're looking for is the service that we could have if we all, myself included, allow the Holy Ghost to have his way. Hallelujah. Where people walk in the door and get saved instantly. When people pull to the side of the road, amen, because the Spirit hallelujah, is allowed free course to impact people even as they're driving by, hallelujah, that hallelujah, that hallelujah, those things that we deal with in our body when we allow the Holy Spirit to have free course and heal us. He is a healer. He has power. He is God. He is the Spirit of Christ. Will we allow him to have his way? Next slide, please. The restoration of the vision for a new church building to, to house ministry. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide. Hallelujah. We're coming on to Zechariah 4 and 6. I'm reading the New International Reader's Version for this. Uh, and this is tied to what we just read from Joel 2.28. Zechariah is now, this is hundreds of years later. Zechariah is a prophet for Judah after they returned from the Babylon Captivity, the, the remnants, everybody didn't come back, hallelujah, but there was a remnant that came back led by Zerubbabel, who was the first governor. You know that Zerubbabel is a ancestor of Jesus? Hallelujah. He is in Jesus' lineage. Hallelujah, Zerubbabel. Hallelujah, God was preserving the line that led to Christ. Hallelujah. And here, Zechariah is prophesying during that time, you know, People were getting discouraged because the temple, the new temple, was not being built at a rate that they wanted. Sound familiar? People were losing focus because the temple was not being built, being supplied, being supported, being financed like they wanted. That there were naysayers on the outside trying to distract the remnant from doing what God had called them to do. See, this is nothing new, saints, hallelujah. This has been going on for thousands of years, amen, hallelujah, that the enemy and those that are being influenced by him do not want the work of God to go forward. Hallelujah. And there has been, hallelujah, for our church legacy and perhaps your church legacy online, many distractions, many naysayers, many people who start off by saying God said this, and hallelujah, when their feelings get hurt or they're frustrated or it takes longer than they think it should happen, hallelujah, turn away, hallelujah, and think that God's speaking something else, hallelujah, glory to God. But I'm here to tell you, amen, hallelujah, this consistent God, this stable God is going to bring the past what he said he's going to do, hallelujah, glory to God. But he's looking for us to look to him and not who's here and who's not here hallelujah glory to God what does he say hallelujah uh, Zachariah he says so he said to me a message from the Lord came to Zerubbabel the Lord said your strength will not get, get my temple built nobody in here has the strength to build a new edifice not even the ancestor of Jesus could do it in his own strength. 
says, your power will not do it either. Only the power of my spirit will do it. How will the temple, how did the temple get rebuilt? How will the grace dome be built? Only the power of my spirit will do it, says the Lord who rules over all. The King James says, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. I can't get up here and will it to happen out of Robert Brown's strength. I'll get in trouble for this, but it's the truth anyhow. Hallelujah. In the past, leadership has attempted to do things through their own strength. I'm tempted to do it through my own strength, my own intelligence, my own abilities, but I will fail as others have. It's by his spirit. Unless the Lord build the house, they that build it, hallelujah, build it in vain, in, uh, in labor in vain. Except the Lord build the house, they that labor, labor in vain. You know, it's something, especially as a male, as a man, amen, to separate yourself from your ego and allow the Holy Ghost to have his way. You know, recently, and I shared this with others, amen, I am on a job for the last year and change, amen, where there's a lot of different situations every day, a lot of different challenges, a lot of different problems, hallelujah. And at first, even over the pulpit, I would complain and murmur about all the things that are happening, hallelujah. And God showed me he's a problem solver. Every time a problem came up, God solved it. It may not have been in the way I wanted to solve, but he solved it, amen, hallelujah. And it renewed in me and it built in me, hallelujah, a sense that God is the problem solver. God has an answer. Amen. So I don't need to complain. I need to look, say, God, what are you going to do next? So in our situations, amen, ask the Lord, what are you going to do next? And he will show up and will do it. Hallelujah. God has your answer. Hallelujah. Let's stop asking people for the answer. God's got your answer. Hallelujah. Guess what? Pastor Brown doesn't have the answer, amen, for living waters. Who has it? God has it. He is the answer. Hallelujah. Verse 7, next slide, please. So nothing can stop Zerubbabel from completing the temple. Nothing can stop us from completing the temple when we allow the Holy Ghost to have his way. Well, we're not building a temple. We're building an edifice. Even a mountain of problems will be smoothed out by him by way of the Holy Ghost. So the problems we face will be smoothed out by the Holy Ghost. He may use us, but it's his power. When the temple is finished, he will put his most important stone in place. That's the, um, the chief cornerstone they're talking about. That's the foundation stone. Hallelujah. It's also a reference to Christ. Hallelujah. Then the people will shout, God bless it. God bless it. Hallelujah. Think of the shout we're going to have when we're in the new edifice, hallelujah, when we see that God did it. Everybody's going to be shouting hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless it. God bless it. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. These things are done by faith. It's going to take the Holy Ghost to convince us, not, not me up here yelling. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next slide, please. And this is not just for the Living Waters Christian Center. It's for every church that is following the Lord. Hallelujah. We're not up here and you down here. Amen. We are all a part of the family of God. We are all the church. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. The restoration of the unbeliever. Salvation for many. God had a relationship that he intended to have with mankind. Mankind chose to live independent of God, and we have the world we have. And we blame God for the world that we have because we want to live independent of God. We want to do our own thing. We feel like serving God is robbing us from our right to live the life we want to live. And then when we have our issues, amen, hallelujah, we blame God. How do you know? I've done it. <laughs> I've done it many times. 
my God. Hallelujah. But God wants to restore the unbeliever, his creation. He wants a relationship. God would have all be saved and none lost. That's his desire. All right. Let's look at it. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. We're coming out of Romans 10 and 11. This is the uh, Apostle Paul speaking. He's quoting scripture here. He says, scripture says the one who believes in him will never be put to shame. He's quoting Isaiah 28 and 16. I'm reading from the New International Reader's Version. There is no difference between those who are Jews and those who are not like us. It says Gentiles in the King James Version. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So in other words, God not just only wants to save the Jews, he wants to save us as well. Hallelujah. The non-Jew, the Gentile. Hallelujah. We're saved already. But we're talking about the larger society. Amen. The same Lord is the Lord of all. God is the Lord of all, or the master of all. He richly blesses everyone who calls on his name. Hallelujah. Scripture says everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Everyone that calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Now, everyone won't do that, but we get a large number of them. Hallelujah. What a great day it is in the kingdom. Amen. Next slide, please. Verse 14. How can they call on him unless they believe in him? How can they believe in him unless they hear about him? How can they hear about him unless someone preaches to them? How can anyone preach about being sent? It is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news from Isaiah 52 and 7. But not all the people of Israel accepted the good news, Isaiah says. Lord, who has believed our message or who has believed our report from Isaiah 53 and 1? Next slide, please. Hallelujah. So faith comes from hearing the message and the message that is heard is the message about Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. They have to hear about the goodness of Jesus. That he died to pay for their sins and their sins are pardoned, wiped away as if they never were committed. This is a problem in the church because we don't believe our sins are forgiven. So how are we going to share it with the world? Restoration can't happen, especially for those unbelievers, unless we're convinced that we're forgiven. And when we're convinced we're forgiven and we stop walking under this cloud like Linus in the, in the, in the, in the uh, Charlie Brown. And see, this is why I'm so passionate about the January customs we have. Because they just take us back to where we used to be as a church instead of where God and where we weren't even. It's where the, the Jews weren't successful in keeping the law. Why is the church trying to keep the law? The Old Testament ended with no resolution to sin. There was no sacrifice that paid for sin and wiped it away. It took Christ coming on the scene, God coming himself to solve the sin problem. Hallelujah. The sin problem has been solved. Hallelujah. We just don't believe it. And thus we can't share it with the world. That's not saying God loves sin. No, he does not. God hates sin. God did not create sin. Sin is a perversion of the goodness of God. Hallelujah. However, hallelujah, glory to God, he understands the weakness of man and sent his son to die in man's place. There is a lottery ticket waiting for every human being on the face of the earth if they would but cash it by accepting Jesus as their Lord and Savior. But we as the church got to believe we're forgiven first. And by and large, we don't. And you can see it because most of the church is engaging in practices, hallelujah, telling God how sorry they are this month. Doesn't mean that you never say to God, you know, I shouldn't have done that, okay. But engaging in throwing ashes on your head and doing things that, God, I'm so sorry. I repent, you know, and, we, and I ignore the cross. It is me. It's what I do. Is ineffective and is not full of power. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is not me beating you up. This is not hallelujah me. Hallelujah. Saying you're a bad person. This is me saying there is a more excellent way. And we got to move in this power. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Last. Hallelujah. Complete. Next slide. Complete restoration of heaven and earth. Earth 
won't always be this way. It was always meant for heaven and earth to be one. One version of the Bible has God walking through the God, not the voice of the Lord, but God himself walking through the garden. That's how near and dear we were to him, that he would live amongst us and he chooses to live amongst us again. It won't always be this way. But this restoration is preparing us not only to be raptured, amen, but to return to the earth and enjoy life with God forevermore. Literal, tangible life with God, not just, you know, serving a God that is, we, we're separated from God, not so much, we, we talk about dimensions and all that, but it's more distance. It's a distant separation from God. Hallelujah. That's a Bible study. Hallelujah lesson. A amen. Hallelujah. When we start Bible school again. Hallelujah. I'll get into that. So, but the complete restoration of heaven and earth. Next slide. We're coming out of Revelations 21, 1 and 2. Hallelujah. I saw a new heaven. This is John the Elder speaking. Amen. This is the vision he saw. I saw a new heaven and a new earth. He's quoting from Isaiah 65 and 17. The first heaven and the first earth were completely gone. There was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem. It was coming down out of heaven from God. It was prepared like a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. Next slide. Next verse. Verse 3. I heard a loud voice from the throne. It said, look. God now makes his home with the people. God now makes his home with the people. He will live with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear. Everybody needs some tears wiped away. Hallelujah. One day it will happen. The Lord himself will wipe away your tears from their eyes. There will be no more death. Hallelujah. There will be no more death. God never intended for us to die. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, right now we have eternal life. Our souls will live forever. Hallelujah. Isaiah 28 and 5, I mean 25 and 80 he's quoting from, and there will be no more sadness, hallelujah, anybody dealing with depression, hallelujah, anybody deal with, hallelujah, despair, hallelujah, anybody ready to give up, hallelujah, God didn't ordain that, hallelujah, God, hallelujah, the joy of the Lord is our strength, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah, things may not always go your way, hallelujah, but know that God's working on your restoration, and one day you will never experience experience sadness ever again for forever eternity you will never experience sadness there will be no more crying or pain hallelujah anybody suffering through pain gone in jesus name things are no longer the way they used to be because they have been restored last slide 2022, the year of restoration. Well, Brother Pastor, I still didn't get my breakthrough. I thought 2021 was the year of breakthrough. It's like low-lying fruit. Although we're out the calendar year, it's, this, it's still there for you. If you want it, hallelujah. If you're willing to get those instructions from him and then step out on them, hallelujah. Every testimony I've mentioned there was a component where either I believe God and take action on what he told me to do or, uh, you know, God spoke that, but, you know, I, th I thought about it a little bit. Maybe that wasn't God. I'm just going to sit here and not do nothing. There was that temptation. I'm not saying this to beat up, but God often does not speak to my wife. He speaks to me and tells me to share it with my wife. So I have to deal with her reaction. You may have to deal with people in your life's reaction. Sometimes, I've never told this before, sometimes when I don't want to do something that God's telling me to do, I'll go to her, look for her to tell me no, so I can say, okay, this must not be God. In the same way, I have to share stuff with you guys. And I have to deal with your emotions and your reactions. I'm keeping my eyes on Jesus. I encourage you to do the same. Faith must be spoken. Faith must be acted upon. Because faith is our pathway to receiving all God has for us. 
What did Jesus say to those he healed? Your faith hath made you whole. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm looking for restoration in 2022. I love you all. I love you all online too, but I, I'm not, you, you're not bringing my restoration. He is. You're not bringing restoration to the church. He is. Hallelujah. Your bright ideas, your opinions, your takes, they're, they're valuable in the sense that we all have them. Hallelujah. God bless you. Hallelujah. But ultimately, he's the one that's going to bring it to pass. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Whether you agree with me the uh, theologically or not, hallelujah, whether you think I'm out of my mind, whether you think I'm leading the church down the wrong path, hallelujah, I got to look to him, hallelujah. You got to look to him, hallelujah. You may not always understand me or agree with me, hallelujah. I don't always understand me. I don't always agree with me, hallelujah. I don't always stand, understand God. I don't always agree with him, hallelujah. But ultimately, he's right and I'm not. And I got to put my ego to the side and let him be. God, hallelujah, we're headed somewhere because the Lord is restoring us. Every promise that God made, he will bring to pass. I'm living now in the flow of God's restoration. The things I lost, the things I made bad decisions on, the words I said, the choices I made, God in his grace is restoring me. And God will restore you and restore his church's former glory exceeding abundantly above all we ask think this is not just for living waters christian center this is just not for robert brown it is for you god is going to restore you hallelujah glory to god thank you jesus hallelujah i receive my restoration by faith receive your restoration by faith look for him to restore his church by faith that's not me guaranteeing that this person's coming back that person's coming back I, i'm talking about he's going to restore it hallelujah and how whoever is open to god's will will be added hallelujah glory to god i i, I wish that none would be lost hallelujah i love everybody whether you agree with me or not i love with you whether you am angry at me or not i love everybody hallelujah god's given me a pastor's heart hallelujah I love everybody. But let's look to him. Amen. The year of restoration. He is doing it. I'm done. Hallelujah. Listen, you're out there. You were impacted by this message. You were angry by it. You disagreed with it. But something in the spirit, by way of the spirit, I should say, is dealing with you. You've walked away from the church. You've never become a believer. Maybe you were raised in the church and have steered away. Maybe you're angry and frustrated by God. Hallelujah. I want to deal with those that don't know God first. Hallelujah. That are not a part of the family of God. God is reaching out to you today through me to, to ask you, to join the family of God. I am declaring to you that all of your bad choices, all of your sin, all of your willful sin, the things you knew were wrong that you chose to do are forgiven in the person of Jesus Christ. No, this is not a license to sin some more. This is me saying receive the Lord Jesus into your heart and go and sin no more. And if you happen to make a bad choice moving forward, amen, know that the blood of Jesus cleanses you of all your sins. It's a continual cleansing. It's a process that you will go through, hallelujah, where your behavior will match up with your position in Christ. Hallelujah. You, through Christ, can be forgiven today. If you want to be forgiven, you want to live this new life, you want to be a part of the family of God, please say these words with me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins transgressions, iniquities, bad choices. 
bad ideas. I believe that you died for my sins, my transgressions, my bad choices. I believe you rose from the dead on the third day as the evidence that Father God accepted your sacrifice as full payment for my sins, past, present, and future. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer and you said it sincerely, hallelujah, you are now part of the family of God, and I want to welcome you. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You've left the church. Amen. Your churches. I've been there. I was, a, I, was a, I was a minister, amen, without a church, amen, going to the park, reading my Bible, angry at God, angry at saints, angry at people in general, hallelujah. God's going to restore you if you allow him, hallelujah. Let me pray for you right now. Father God, as you did it for me so many years ago, and you're not a respective person, according to Acts 10.34, I pray that you restore the Christian, the lost sheep, the the one that's on the outs with you, the one that thinks relationship with you is broken, hallelujah, that is out of covenant, the one that thinks they're not saved anymore. Father God, restore them in the matchless name of Jesus. Restore their, their mental healing, their emotional healing, their spiritual healing. Restore their finances, their resources, their homes, hallelujah. Restore those ministers that are now have abandoned the ministry. Restore them, Lord God, that we might have more. Hallelujah, we need the labor, the, the, the harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. Raise up the laborers, Lord God. Raise up the ministers that have walked away, those that have made alternative lifestyles. Restore, Lord God, them in the matchless name of your son, Jesus Christ, that your church might be strengthened. In Jesus' name, I speak the blood of Jesus over my brethren that are walking, hallelujah, seemingly apart from you now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, draw them in by your loving kindness, Father, in the name of Jesus, and restore. Restore the pastors that are having a hard time. Restore the pastors that have been hurt by their congregations. Restore the pastors that have been abandoned by their, uh, their congregations. Restore, 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 restore. Repair them, Lord God. Hallelujah, lift them up and cause them to run again. In the name of Jesus, restore the fire of the Holy Spirit in them and in all of us here in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you today. We praise you because you're a restorer of our souls, as David said. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. I'm praying for you all. God bless you. God loves you. Now I need to ask something of you. We need your support here at the Living Waters Christian Center. Oh, there he goes about money. Listen, we live in a fallen world, and right now this world still operates according to money. Hallelujah. So we need your support to continue to share messages like this and to continue, amen, for the gospel to be spread. Hallelujah. And for more to hear about their restoration in the year 2022. So please, ma'am, please, sir, Please, young ma'am, please, young sir, if you see it in your heart, if you're being moved by the Holy Spirit, amen, I can't tell you how much to give, hallelujah, but I can ask you to give, amen. I believe this to be good soil here, amen, by faith, amen. If you would sow into the Living Waters Christian Center, amen, hallelujah, we could continue to do the work that God's called us to do, amen. Our mission is to win Amityville to Christ and beyond, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So, hallelujah, you can do that in three ways. You can support the work here. You can invest in it. You can donate in it. Donate to it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The first way is to give at lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. There you, will, you can make a tax-deductible donation and get an auto-generated email record, hallelujah, of how much you've given. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I thank you in advance. The second way you can mail, hallelujah, your offering to Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Amityville, New York, 11701. You can make a donation there, an investment there, a tithe, an offering there. Jesus was tithed unto us. Amen. And thus, in our response, our loving response, we tithe back unto his church. Amen. Who we are. We are the church. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The third way is you could come and see us here in person at 15 Albany Avenue, Amityville, New York, 11. 
701, come and join us. Amen. We're sitting th uh, three feet apart. Amen. We have a little bit of ventilation. We have an overflow room. We'd love to see you here in person and fellowship with you. Amen. Hallelujah. And worship with you. Hallelujah. And we're here at 1045 a.m. Every Sunday is our new time. Amen. So we would love to see you here to fellowship with us. Hallelujah. And those of you who are giving online, thank you in advance. Those of you who are mailing in your donations, thank you in advance for your love and contribution that helps us to continue to spread the gospel. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Hallelujah over this offering. Father God, we thank you and praise you for the seed we sow. We sow for the upkeep and expansion of your kingdom. We sow because we love you. We sow because Jesus was sowed unto us, and thus we sow, hallelujah, that others might get to know Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And Abraham did, so shall we, hallelujah, give, hallelujah, and it shall be given unto us. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men come running to give unto our bosom. Let us reap some thirtyfold, some sixtyfold, some a hundredfold, some a millionfold return on that which we sow into this good soil here at the Living Waters Christian Center. We thank you today. We praise you. We bless you, Lord God, because you do all things well we, as we give in love. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us today. We'll be back at 1130 a.m. next week. God loves you. I love you. And know that it's your year of restoration. Don't look to the left or the right. Look to him. Amen. God bless you. It's by faith. God loves you. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 The year restoration. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.